Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown! Fry Fogel again! Welcome to the OEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. My co-host, Brandon, is traveling the world. I don't know where he's at. North America, I think this time around toronto i think um i don't know but if you want to follow him on twitter it's at brandon dubich brandon spelled traditionally dubich d-u-b-i-c-h um but here with me uh for what we're referring to i think as a quickie is our producer seth you can block him on twitter it's at say top five s-e-t-a-h-5 i would suggest doing it now before zach ed hits the uh uh what do they call it the pro combine the nba combine yeah and then decides that he's not really going to up his draft stock any higher than what it could be which is late second round um so yeah what's up seth not that i'm back the uh the best guest host in all of the iu football dedicated podcast all of them out there yeah I don't know. They're, they've been clamoring for me to be back. They have been. They have been. Um, well, hey, we're just going to do, as they said, we're it's a just kind of a, a throwing a, a pod out there kind of pod. Um, so we will kind of recap my visit to the spring game. Give my thoughts. This is a spring game. Oh, I would say probably six or seven for me. Um, took the kiddos by myself two kids two three and four years old had a blast so and can i spoil the plot that you got exposed on the uh, iu football instagram account oh yeah yeah we made yeah uh, yeah so it was funny and we'll get into it um so many clicks every time they were taking pictures with with the players i could just hear as i was kneeling down taking a picture i could hear click 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 the um, funny thing was you were sending me pictures in real time and you could like the first ones, your kids were like super excited. And then just the amount of their ability to smile decreased steadily as each oh, yeah. picture went on. <laughs> oh yeah. So this was a, it was a rush trip for us because we had soccer in the morning and then straight down from Fishers to Bloomington. Uh, and that's not usually a perfect transition for toddlers. Um, but they, they did a great job. They did a pretty good job. Uh, only one of them fell asleep on the way back and judge me if you want, I guess on the way back, tablet in hand, headphones on, uh, full blast, but dead asleep. So, um, cool. Well, what I kind of want to touch base on is some of the players that stood out. Um, some interesting things that I kind of saw or noticed if you haven't already read through some of the things. Um, and then, kind of explain some of the experience i guess we'll start there so when we get there um there were a decent amount of people i don't want to put a number on it but um i'd say about 
what I've seen at spring games. I know that there was a time, I think it was around Kevin Wilson or maybe the very beginning of, of Tom Allen, where they tried and recruited a bunch of students to get out there for the spring game to make more of a, a game atmosphere. Definitely wasn't that. It was very relaxed. It was casual. Um, they had a full-on tailgate line. So like hot dogs, chips, burgers, cookies, all that stuff for free. There was a whole kid zone up in the what used to be the kid zone, uh, the rooftop standing only section now. Um, it was cool. It was cool. And then and when we got there, kind of some of the individual practices were over and it was a full on uh, 50 yard scrimmage, really offense, defense. And it was all first team, first team and second team, second team, third team, third team. Um, I'll talk about some of the quarterback play, uh, real quick, but before I do that, have you been to a spring game anywhere? And I heard, and by the way, I did hear that Purdue spring game didn't happen, right? Yeah. The, the stadium's being renovated again. They're redoing a tunnel in gotcha. the opposite end zone that we just redid. So my brother went there for something cause he's married to a Boilermaker. No, she's a bulldog, but her family is all Boilermakers. He went to some sort of event that they had put on, I think for kids or something. So, so yeah, a little bit of breaking news, Trayville Mullen as of about four o'clock today um, has entered the transfer portal. Ooh. Kind of a shocker, a little bit disappointing, I guess, but it seems to be a mutual thing playing time issue um, which I guess we could start there. I was going to start with quarterbacks, but we'll start with some of the defensive back play that I saw Saturday. Um, well, I guess, no, 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 hold on. I guess we, we need to go back to uh, my question to you, I guess. And that was, have you ever been to a spring game? Uh, I have not. I have watched a lot of them on ESPN, ESPN Plus, the SEC Network. I don't know that there's a good way of doing it, though. I, you know, it's not a real game. It, it, you don't want to have to like pay for it. So you want it to be a fun fan experience. You, but it's just, I don't know. It, it's a, it's a tough kind of, you know, eye of the needle you're trying to thread with the, the fan experience versus the, what you're able to show. And, you know, you want to show kind some kind of closure to the end of the spring camp. I, it's just a really tough way to show it. I, I prefer to watch it on, <laughs> on big 10 network. Um, but that's just me. I'm, I don't know. Yeah, so I'm trying to think if I've seen so the the few that I've seen, I mean it's been all kind of the same thing. I think Kevin Wilson ran more of a scrimmagey type thing, whereas Tom Allen runs like a legit practice and then kind of scrimmages for a bit, does some game situations. Uh there's a, a cool video on I think it's on IU football's Instagram where they have him mic'd up that's pretty cool to see him. And he's, I mean, there was one time where he, he laid into some of the defensive players and it was pretty, pretty intense. Um, but you can kind of understand like what he was doing and um, kind of get a gist of kind of how that went. But, but isn't that what you want to see, to be honest yeah. with you, oh, isn't yeah. that what you want to see? Like that excitement level, you want to see him getting after it. And that's, that's how I think is the fun part is kind of the emotions, the hype. Yeah, so let's talk about some of the players, and I guess we'll hype's a good transition. So um, I texted you guys a lot, I think, about the quarterbacks and who were in. Um, they all four kind of played. 
and got some run with their respective groups. Um, Boys McKibben is is big. He can move a little bit. Uh, the redshirt transfer, senior transfer from uh, Long Beach City College in Fresno State. Um, he was he was okay. I mean, I think he'll be a decent, you know, probably third string or fourth string um, quarterback to sit there. Nothing really to jump out. Um, the guy that really jumped jumped out. I guess there were two. I didn't see any Brock Lowry. Heard some good things about him. Saw a couple of the highlights. Um, looked okay. Looked like he was he's going to play the part at some point. Um, but uh, I think we'll probably see him in future seasons. Not so much this one. But an interesting story I think that's going to come through the summer and into the fall is is Brendan Soresby. It looked pretty good. I mean, his mechanics looked good. The guy can move. Um, He's had a year in the system as opposed to the other guy, Taven Jackson, which I, I said to you guys um, in the group, he's just, he's so smooth. His throwing motion is smooth. The way he runs looks like, uh, and I, I don't want to compare him to these, to these players, but you know, uh, Seth can attest to this being a bears fan, but the way that when Justin Fields runs, right his big long strides and like just smooth effortless, like running motion. That's similar to like what you get with Taven Jackson, big arm, a uh, good, a good throw that I saw um, a tip, a tiptoe catch. Uh, I don't remember who it was. Number 81 um, made the catch. I don't know his name off the top of my head, but um, made the catch in the corner. It was a good, it was a decent pass, really good catch. Um, those two stood out for sure. Soresby met him after the game just to to be funny with Brandon because Brandon for some reason I don't know his uh not hatred but um, jealousy of Brandon Soresby is what I think it is so took a picture with him for Brandon um but yeah it's the Brandon you... Brendan rivalry that's yes, what it I think is. that's what it is I think yeah. it's because he says because it's Brendan instead of Brandon yeah. exactly exactly um running back wise we'll just run through some of these real quick um a lot of Josh Henderson a lot of Jay Lucas a lot of David Holloman a ton of David Holloman um, and he is a monster, like he is built, uh, didn't see Christian Turner and don't get me, uh, wrong. He's not on campus, right? I, don't I believe think. that's the case. So, um, I, that'll be interesting to see again, as I said in the fall, I think that this room, sorry, I, I read that he was unavailable. So that unavailable, was, that's right. That, that was the assumption I made. Yeah. So this room is going to be interesting. I think all year let alone going into fall camp. So um, it's deep. It's deep. And if yeah. you're going to run with with David Holloman and Trent, Trent Howland, I saw him in street clothes afterwards, didn't get to see him running the ball very much or at all. So, uh, but have seen some of the highlights of him in uh, practice. Did you, were you going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say that you need three, uh, three running backs in the Big Ten in order to be successful over the course of a 12 game season or, you know, as you're hoping for 13 or 14 games. So I really think that's going to be vital to see the development of that third back, um, maybe even a fourth one. So really interesting to see eventually what the Wake Forest kid does once he gets on campus. Um, but we do have proven commodities with Henderson and Lucas. So I think you have a lot to be optimistic about there. Yeah, and I do think I think Holloman will see the field a lot more this season than he has in the previous two. So, I mean, it's um, great to have a battering ram type guy. Yeah, um, because you guys were um, again. I sing the praises of Josh Henderson quite a bit, but um, you guys struggled in short yardage 
uh, on third downs a lot of times. And to have a guy who's that body type to be a battering ram on third and short is, uh, you know, vital. Yes. Um, and again, uh, Josh Henderson, just it's just not his vibe short downs. I mean, he's such a playmaker no matter wherever you put him. Yeah. I mean, he'll do fine wherever. But um, yeah, I totally agree with that. We need kind of that bruising back, which we haven't had for a while. And I think Christian Turner will bring that too um, whenever he gets up to up to speed. Uh, we'll touch quick on wide receivers. Uh, Anderson Kobe looks big. Number change, number zero now. Um, he looked pretty solid. Donovan McCauley met him after the game really good kid um like just he i don't know what has changed about him but he he just seems like he's taken a step up athletic uh with his athletics athleticism i can't even talk (laughs) athleticism sorry um and he he just looks a little bit bigger too um we've got ej williams who had a pretty good catch in the corner pretty effortless uh jacques smith Cameron Perry made a, a big impact um, over with some big catches over the middle a few times. Um, I, that's about it. As I said, I didn't see a ton of gameplay. Um, I saw a few drives, um, but trying to wrangle the kids at the same time. I'm not a single parent. Let me say that. But um, <laughs> the wife was asleep uh, for spring practice. But um, trying to wrangle the kids and catch the game at the same time, not the easiest thing in the world. So. Um, I, I did see a couple of highlights and I did think the Clemson transfer is a bright spot and yeah, somebody who yeah. I really hope um, <clears throat> again, non Purdue fan speaking uh, for the moment, hope that he would develop for you guys in a way that, uh, you know, in a similar way to camp camper last year, really yeah. the breakout guy saw cam camper after the practice um, with his family and gave him a little shout, uh, told him to make sure his knee was right. He said, he's good. He said, he's good to go. <laughs> Um, so that's good to see. He was, you know, he was not dressed, but, uh, was out there with the team and looks okay. Looks fine. Uh, knee was wrapped up in kind of like a compression sleeve, but, um, he said he's good to go. So I would think we're going to be good to go come fall camp. And that's huge. So, um, I just don't want people to forget about him because at throughout different points of the season he was literally one of the best wide receivers in the country so um, along with what was your dude up in west lafayette chucky chucky sizzle chuck sizzle whatever his name is chuck jones or whatever charles jones charles jones um okay let's switch over offensive line as i said i didn't have a lot of time to pay attention to that um they did look half decent um but i'll tell you what one guy was making him look really bad and he did stand out and that was Andre Carter um the defensive in transfer from uh Western Michigan he is huge Seth I mean he is a monster of a man that is not a, I'm not even going to say kid like that dude is big and just ripped uh super quick off the edge he's going to be a problem um thankfully not our problem but um he looks good. I think he's a pass rusher that we've been missing for a while. Uh, Aaron Casey, of course, looked good. Um, Caden Turner, some runs with uh, with the ones. Um, and then I want to say Matt Holt was in the blue jersey. Non-contact. Yeah, but he looked okay on some run plays. Um, that may have been Caden Turner. I, again, I'm not sure, but um, I think that was Matt Holt uh, out there. And then... That's really it. 
outside of Jameer Johnson looked good at corner, the Texas transfer, and our boy Noah Pierre met him as well after the game. Um, big shout to, to NP. Uh, he looked pretty good too. Outside of that one, that that amazing catch on the on the tiptoe where he kind of like lost outside leverage. But other than that, he looked other than that, he looked great. So um, I don't know if you caught anything else. Do you want to add anything else to that or anything that you would have been looking for? Um, maybe I can answer that question. No, the only thing I thought was uh, seeing Caden Turner a little bit. He's a guy that you want to see get on the field earlier rather than later. He's a guy who's going to have some growing pains probably next year with if he, if he gets more and more snaps, maybe looking 20 per game, something like that. Um, but those will ultimately pay off for you guys in the long run. So, um, you know, he's one who I'd really like to see, like I said, be in that 15 to 20 snaps per game, find a package for him to excel in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll take it, take it wherever we can get it. Um, cool. Speaking of that, uh, we still have this sponsor, Monon Track Club. Um, and I know we're getting back into running season now. And this is the brand to be with if you're a runner. It's Monon Track Club. They're from Indianapolis, uh, locally owned and operated. They're the running brand built on a deep love for the sport and the Hoosier State products stories experiences all this stuff you can check it out on their website it will be posted in the show notes and you can also get 10 percent off your order they do have a store guess what they've got cool stuff coming up we get to see some of the sneak peeks of some of the stuff that the guys are working on there as far as new merch and everything else uh so check out their store in the show notes and get 10 percent off with the code leo10 that's leo10 um Seth, we're going to wrap up here in just a minute, but do you have any other questions, anything in your sack, spring-related, anything you're looking forward to? Uh, there's another transfer uh, portal about ready to open up, right? May 11th, I think? There's one. I think it's open right now. It's open per- now. Purdue okay. just got a couple cats um, go. within the last couple of days. We got a couple cornerbacks, so we're very excited about that. Speaking of that, I saw your your boy, uh, Corey Trice. Yeah. Maybe second round pick, third round pick, somewhere in there. He's sneaky good. He's 6'3, 215. I think that's his thing. I was gonna say I wasn't never I was never think Richard Sherman type. Yeah. I was never blown away against not like talent level body body type, clearly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I never noticed him against IU, but again, you're talking very small sample size. Um, because I don't watch Purdue games. So um let's see. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's it for me. I'm trying to think if there was anything else that kind of... Did you watch any other spring games? Did you notice that there were 90,000 people in Columbus for a spring game? I did. Yeah, I don't... See, that was what I was trying to think of. I'm like, what do they do differently? I just think that they're super nerds over there. I mean, I think there's like a commitment level that a lot of those people aren't going to regular season games, and that's their only opportunity to see any kind of, you know, Buckeye-related sports. Um. And IU doesn't have that kind of exclusivity. Like you can literally go to any IU football home game at at any time. Um, So I think they've kind of harnessed some weird little fandom there that, um, but, you know, I think it's the same thing with Alabama. I think, you know, to an extent, a lot of the SEC schools are probably like that, where it's a lot of the people who aren't going to be able to afford to go to the LSU Alabama game. So they go to the LSU spring game. Um, I don't know. Yeah. That's uh that's just kind of their thing. We know that we 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 you know you can't hold a candle, I would say, to different fan those two t- fan bases whenever you compare IU football. 
but Purdue has a struggle with it too. That's why it wasn't a big deal when we canceled. It's not like anyone was like, Oh my God, I can't believe, you know, (laughs) there's no spring game. It's like, all right, well roll all the stuff on social media. Let us watch some highlights of some practices and, you know, we'll wait till August. Yep. And that's going to be interesting. August, August is going to be fun. Fall camp is going to be fun over the summer is going to be fun. Um, This next uh, few days, I think it's about a month or so or a month and a half while this uh, transfer window is open um, here. I got a question for you. Is there yeah. any in this transfer window? If, if you guys can get like a little, you know, cupcake on top here, is there a position that you, you know, hope, I mean, it'd be nice to probably get another cornerback in to, re- to replace yeah. Travel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is there anything that you might be looking for ho- hoping to highlight coming in interior offensive line, maybe right uh, guard. Of course. Yeah. Um, not really. I mean, I, I wouldn't be upset with any sort of defensive back additions, whether that's corner or or safety. Um, although, again, now that I've said safety, I, I thought Bryson Bonds looked pretty good in practice. Um, Josh Sanguinetti, we know is, he's going to be an anchor back there this year. Um, yeah, I... The only other position popped to mind for me was maybe tight end. Maybe tight, a guy oh, who can... Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, they looked good. The tight ends looked good, and they were running a lot of short, um, over the middle kind of uh, hitch ends for them. They also um, was it mostly Bamba and Steinfeld. It was Bamba, Bamba and Ste- Steinfeld's big, and Bamba yeah, oh, made yeah, a he's good huge. catch in the in the end zone over the top of his defender um, early on. So they look good too. But yeah, I think if we could get a high end. Um, like, athlete, like more athletic. Yeah, I would say I don't want to go back to Barner. I don't want to say like a Barner right. type because he's more. I thought he was going to be athletic, but that dude is is just he's just a lumbering dude. But yeah, tight end, I think, is on there. But I think it's maybe third on the list out of the three that we've talked about. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Um, Yeah, let's wrap it up. I mean, we just kind of rambled for a bit um you know we wanted to let you guys know we're still here (laughs) we're just you know we've uh we've got some stuff going on brandon's got a lot of work stuff where he's trying to get all this travel out of the way pre-fall so he's available for us and um yeah we'll we'll keep it rolling and uh we love you guys and you'll be sure to check out out the pod on twitter it's at podcast leo be sure to download rate review follow on all of our platforms just let us know how much you hated this but give us five stars it's fine um Either way, we love you guys. Elio. 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 Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much. Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio.